Uncanny Mystic Minds Podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Uncanny Mystic Minds. So for today, um, I wanted to do a little story time uh, on this Kindle book I got of Hakate, uh, Queen of the Witches or Wise Crone. Uh, it's by Joy F. Reichard. And, uh, yeah, I think this is a pretty good, uh, like, introductory type of thing, in a sense, if you're going to, because I'm, I'm pretty new to Hecate, and uh, so I think this is a pretty good, like, icebreaker uh, piece of literature, and so, uh, yeah, it has a, some really good solid stuff in terms of just kind of getting acclimated and wrapping your head around uh, Hecate, so uh, we're going to start here with this, so Queen of the Witches? or wise crone triple face hecate is one of the most ancient images of pre-hellenic mythology in this section you will learn about hecate's geographical and historical origins even though hecate has ties to the ancient mother goddess you will come to understand how over time she became allied with the archetype of the crone uh, was regulated of the underworld and came to be associated with death and witchcraft you will also learn how her connection to the underworld also links her to the psychological realm of the subconscious and to tr- uh, to transformation and change. Hikate can guide you when you when you must journey into the depths of your subconscious to reflect and reevaluate your life. Her transformative powers can help you release what no longer serves you, so you can make room for new opportunities and growth. Hikate reminds us. Uh, of the values of the crone the wise elder who offers wisdom and insight she provides a powerful model to emulate for those of us who have reached the cronehood their cronehood Uh, on my 60th birthday i threw myself a party and invited my women friends many who are still are on my sisters in the goddess what who are still are my sisters in the goddess okay that's what it says uh we had a joyous celebration of my cronehood. I have had my years of struggle and pain, and I felt needed to celebrate the wisdom I acquired, earning those wrinkles and gray hair. I highly recommend a similar celebration for any of you who would have attained this auspicious phase of your life. In the guided vis- vis- visualization, blah, 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 you will have an opportunity to join Hecate and a group of her devotees around a bubbling cauldron on a moonlit night. You will be invited to join them in releasing what no longer serves you, so you can call in new energies for personal growth and expansion. The ritual is an extension of this visualization as you cycle through three altars to to discard the old, call upon Hecate for guidance, and breathe life into new ideas and goals. Hecate's nature and roles have shifted greatly over the centuries and sometimes seem almost contradictory. She has been worshipped as a great mother, she uh, as well as the crone. She has been linked to the moon, is guardian of the crossroad, and is said to preside over magic, uh, magic ritual, prophetic vision, childbirth, death, the underworld, and the secrets of regeneration. During the Middle Ages, Hecate became associated with black magic and was debased as the hag or the queen of the witches who led satanic rites. Hecate is one of the oldest primordial figures and is pre-Olympian. She can be linked back to the ancient frog-headed Egyptian goddess Hecate. As midwife, it was said that Hecate helped to birth the sun every morning. Hecate evolved into Hec, 
the tribal matriarch of the pre-dynastic Egypt. According to some traditions, Hecate's geographic origin was Thrace, a part of present-day Greece and Bulgaria. She was an ancient and powerful Thracian divinity and a titan who ruled heaven, earth, and the sea. She was said to bestow wealth, victory, wisdom, and good luck on mortals. If, however, she felt a mortal was unworthy, she could also withhold her blessings. It is said that she assisted the gods in the war with the gigantes, that's the giants, and slew Slitius and Apollodius. When I was in Bulgaria in 2004, I visited a Thracian tomb from around 1200 BCE, which contained murals of a king foretelling his life in the afterworld. He would rule as king and be honored by the goddess Hecate or Bendis, as she was sometimes called. The goddess was shown welcoming the king to the underworld with a sacred pomegranate. When the king died, his favorite wife was sacrificed so that she might also accompany him to the underworld. This is not an honor that you or I would appreciate today. Other sources claim that Hecate was worshipped from the middle uh, from Middle Europe to uh, Anatolia, dating back 5,000 to 6,000 years ago, to pre-patriarchal times. Indigenous inhabitants of old Europe, uh, Anatolia, and northern Africa, dating back to the Neolithic some 9,000 years ago, were matri- uh, matriarchal form and uh, agrarian and peace-loving, and they worshipped a mother goddess who presided over the cycles of life, birth, death, and rebirth. Along the uh, Danube, Danube in Eastern Europe, the frog goddess was a symbol of fertility, death, rebirth, and transformation. Patriarchal influences began to overtake the Neolithic mother goddess cultures around approximately 5,000 years ago, when the sun god worshipping uh, semi-nomadic invaders from the eastern uh, steppes of Russia who were hierarchical and warlike began to appear, the ancient mother goddess preceded Hecate and quite possibly evolved into Hecate. As patriarchy took root and male gods became more dominant, the goddesses became more submissive and less powerful. Many of Hecate's attributes were split off and then given to other goddesses such as Demeter, Persephone, and Artemis. Hecate was regulated to her underworld qualities and lost much of her prominence. Hecate was worshipped by the Amazons who were were mother goddess worshipping uh, and um, nomadic tribes that lived in Anatolia and North Africa near the Black Sea. The Amazons were believed to have founded several cities uh, in Turkey and were the first to tame horses. The most famous princess and priestesses of Hecate were the sorceress Medea, who resided in Colchis, which is located at the eastern end of the Black Sea in Anatolia and is noted for being Amazon country. There is a statue of Medea in Colchis and this area, according to a friend of mine who spent several years in the country of Georgia, is still known for its strong women. Hecate appears in the ancient texts of the Illusion Mysteries of Pre-Hellenic Greece. If you remember from the previous section on Demeter and Persephone, the Illusion Mysteries involve a descent into the descent into the underworld that is somewhat similar to the descent mythologies of both Inanna, Dumuzi, and Isis and Osiris. In this myth, Persephone, the beloved daughter of Demeter, is abducted by Hades, the dreaded lord of the underworld, and carried off into the, his kingdom. It is Hecate who witnessed Persephone's abduction and who also greets Persephone upon her return. 
In pre-Hellenic Greece, it was believed that Hecate resided in the underworld as its queen and was the guardian of the souls. In classical Greek mythology, Hecate was the daughter of Titans, Perseus, the Titan god of destruction, and Asteria, a star goddess. Asteria was a sister of Leto, the mother of Apollo and Artemis. Hecate was therefore the cousin of Artemis. Hecate was respected by Zeus and was the only deity aside from Zeus who had the power to grant or withhold anything she wanted from humans. Hecate was worshipped as a moon goddess, the dark aspect of the moon. She was the mirror image of her cousin Artemis who was the light aspect of the moon. Selene was the aspect of the full moon. This dark aspect links Hecate to Isis of Egypt as well as the black Madonna in Europe. Interestingly, it is the dark goddess who are uh, most strongly connected to healing powers and the dark moon. The shrines of the black virgins, Madonnas of the Europe, are frequently connected to miracles and to healing powers, as they are assigned more powers than those of the virgins of the white aspects. Hecate is the great triple goddess, or Hecate Triformis, is a form of the original trinity, maiden, mother, and aging wise woman, or crone. The virgin was Kor, Persephone, Ceres, or Demeter, was the mother, and the crone, or wise woman, was Hecate. Hecate was also a part of the three phases of the woman's mating relationships. Hebe as maiden, Hera the wife, and Hecate as the widow. In women's agricultural mysteries, her trinity took the form of uh, Kor, as the green corn, Persephone as the ripe ear, and Hecate as the harvested corn. As the, uh, the, as the Christian trinity postdates the triple goddess, it's probably evolved from this original goddess trinity, with the wisdom of the crone or Hecate going to the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna kind of skip around and, uh, yeah, but that's a pretty good introduction right there. Yeah, pretty good stuff, man. I like this triple stuff of Hecate. So there's a famous pillar called Hecatarian, which depicts the three aspects of Hecate. The three females represent Hecate's powers over heaven, earth, and the underworld, as well as her control over birth and life and death. Her six arms carry three torches, a key, a rope, and a dagger. The key illustrates her role as the guardian of the deep mysteries. Only Hecate possesses the key that unlocks them. The rope possibly symbolizes the umbilical cord uh, or represents her role of bringing souls into the underworld and helping them to be reborn. The dagger symbolizes cutting through illusions to true power. The dagger later becomes the athame of Wicca. The aspect for which Hecate is most honored is that of the crone. As the wise woman, Hecate offers words of wisdom and provides valuable counsel as well as protection. An ancient ritual honoring Hecate involved leaving food at crossroads where three paths meet. It was called Hecate's Supper. This ritual food was left, was left when important decisions had to be made. The uh, supplicants asked for guidance and the most favorable out outcome. In life, we often find that the way is not clear and confusion exists. This is especially true in today's troubled times. Hecate is the goddess of wisdom and vision. She sees the past, present, 
and future and can be called upon to help us make wise decisions and good choices. Hecate's responsibility as guardian of souls degenerated over time as patriarchy became more entrenched and the status of goddesses continued to deteriorate. Eventually, Hecate became a shadowy, haunting, hag-like figure that at night sent out demons and phantoms who taught sorcery and witchcraft. These underworld beings were said to dwell where two roads crossed, at tombs and near the blood of murdered persons. Hecate wandered with the souls of the dead. Her approach was announced by the whining and howling of dogs. The realm of the underworld over which Akate rules has not always been viewed as a place of punishment. It was the Christians who invented the concept of hell as a place of unending, uh, of unending torture. Originally, the underworld was the place of the dead. It was a stopover place while the dead prepared for rebirth. Hecate, as you remember, witnessed both Persephone's descent into the underworld and her return. By being... Uh, by being both behind and in front of Persephone, Hecate is symbolically protecting and guiding her. It is also symbolized her role as the queen of the underworld. Hecate was viewed by the ancient Greeks as the mistress of souls who lighted the way as she conveyed souls to the underworld at death and who guided them on their return when it was time for them to be reborn. In our Western culture, death is a taboo subject and our elderly citizens are shown little respect and are hidden away. How are these elders treated in your family, in your community? Our culture favors youth and has an aversion to aging. <clears throat> Take time to notice the numerous commercials and advertisements on beauty products. Notice how many of the actors and models are young and attractive. Only recently with the aging of the baby boomers have mature middle-aged women begun to make appearance on ads. Most of those are for health-related products. Hecate is the confident, wise crone who appreciates the knowledge gained from a life of experiences, relationships, and lessons. She knows death and does not fear it because death is a transition leading to renewal and rebirth. The ancients had no concept of an inner psychological realm. The inner world was a spirit realm where all spirits dwelt. Even today, in our inner creative world can seem mysterious and appears to be filled with surprises. Hecate is the guardian of the crossroads of our unconscious, the hidden part of our psyches, which is the source of our creativity, growth, and healing. Sometimes gaining wisdom requires a descent into the underworld of our subconscious, where inspiration and vision, the creative juices of renewal, are often found. Because Western culture emphasizes action and productivity, it frequently devalues those times of deep introspection. We have been conditioned to experience them as being stuck, in limbo, or as being depressed. In reality, the spaces of non-activity uh, non may be part of the journey to revitalization. Hecate, if invited, acts as our guide in this deep inner work. In my practice, I frequently have clients who exhibit symptoms of depression. Many report that their doctors have almost automatically given them antidepressants rather than taking time to delve into the source of their low moods. I agree that for the clinically depressed, antidepressants are often warranted and necessary and can beneficially change a person's life. However, I have found that for many of my clients who 
what was needed was for someone to listen to them and to help them sort through their confusion of their concerns while providing encouragement and tools to help them shift towards a more positive attitude. Going inward can be a productive time of deep reflection that can result in growth and change. Being too quick to take a pill can deprive a person of valuable opportunity to arrive at an important insight and self-realization. Transformation and change often requires releasing what no longer serves us. We humans often fear letting go of old beliefs, relationships, assumptions, and perceptions about life. As well as letting go of our physical body, we protest and struggle, trying to hold on to the familiar, even though one might be the source of our pain. I've had clients with 50 pounds or more to lose crying with frustration and shame over their weight, yet they are reluctant to adhere to a food plan or exercise routine. I've had other clients in painfully dysfunctional and abusive relationships who are desperate for change but terrified to let go. We must face the emptiness and the fear of the unknown if we are to receive Hecate's gift of vision and renewal. We must face the dark goddess. We can surrender to Hecate what needs to be released so we can be reborn. Many times, even though we protest, the crone will claim us and recycle us through her cauldron despite our struggles and cries of resistance. Maybe you have already had this experience. Hecate was skilled in the arts of divining and foretelling the future. As she looks three ways at once, Hecate gives us an expanded vision whereby we can see the present or warnings or promises of the future or recall teachings or learnings from the past. She gives us dreams and prophetic visions, whispers secrets to our inner ears, and enables us to converse with the spirits of the dead and guides. As Queen of Ghosts, Mother of Witches, Mistress of Magic, Hecate bestows the magical knowledge. She was said to hold the secrets of magical spells, charms, enchantments, and the medicinal use of both healing and destructive substances. One of Hecate's rituals took place on moonless nights at a threefold crossroads. In a sacred cauldron, special herbs were mixed with wine, milk, or blood and boiled while Hecate was invoked. <clears throat> sacred cauldrons also appear in other mythologies from around the world, including Hindu, Norse, Babylonian, Chaldean. Uh, late in the 1400 CE, an inquisition was unleashed to hunt torture and burn witches. It lasted until the 1600s a period during which 9 million witches, 80% women, including young girls, were exterminated. This was a period of asceticism, asceticism in which the church denigrated anything of the flesh and had a misogynistic hatred of all that brought life into this world. Anyone could accuse a witch and the accused were considered guilty until proven innocent. They were frequently tortured for confessions and to implicate others until a coven of 13 was identified. It is believed that few of these convicted really belonged to a coven or were truly witches. The victims were the elderly, senile, mentally ill, handicapped, physically unappealing, the village beauties that uh, incited lust, homosexuals, or free thinkers. It was the midwives, healers, and seers those who did the most good for the country people who were identified by the church as the most dangerous. In 
instead of valuing and honoring these women for the healers they were and for the wisdom and knowledge they brought to the community, these women were burned at the stake and hanged as witches and were accused of being inhabited by evil spirits such as Hecate. A video by Starhawk called Burning Times is a thought-provoking documentary about the witch hunts and trials during this period. Hecate was demonized by the Catholic authorities. They projected onto her their fears and insecurities of the powerful dark feminine. They distorted her into an ugly queen of witches. Many pagan country people persisted in practicing their ancient fertility rites and folk customs. This angered and horrified the church because the patriarchal authorities could not control Hecate and because they did not understand the powers of the dark feminine, they demonized her. They taught fear of this goddess envisioned as a twisted old hag who, like the dark of the moon, was considered to be negative and even hostile to men. It was said that she stalked the crossroads that night with her vicious hounds of hell waiting to snatch unsuspected wayfarers uh, to her land of the dead. The portrayed uh, her as a moon goddess of ghosts and the dead surrounded by a swarm of female demons. And as queen of the ghosts, she was believed to fly through the night, followed by a dreadful tra uh, train of ghoulish spirits and bane hounds. She was said to give her priestesses the power to enchant, to turn men into animals, and to smite them with madness. Realizing how Ikate has been maligned by Western religious authorities, it is important to reclaim her for who she truly is. The wise crone who was protected, uh, who was a protectress, guardian, and counselor. Guardian of the crossroads who offers wisdom, guidance, and counsel when important decisions need to be made. Queen of the underworld who offers hope for her fertility, renewal, and regeneration. Lightbearer, guardian of the souls who protects and offers and offers guidance as she guides souls to the underworld. A guardian of the unconscious of transitions who guards the doorways of birth, death, and transformation. Mistress of magic and divination. In this summary, it is important to remember that with the advent of the patriarchy, the power and prestige of women and the goddess decline, and with that Hecate status. She was demoted to a shadowy, hag-like figure who aligned with ghosts and evil spirits. She was further deemed under the auspicious of the Catholic Church who, concept who conceptualized the underworld as a hellish place and came to associate Hecate, who was queen of the underworld, as queen of the witches. In reality, Hecate, who, who has links to the ancient Neolithic mother goddess, is a revered ancient mother archetype who was also frequently imaged as the archetypes of the wise crumb. Hecate reminds us that wisdom comes from life's experiences. Our female elders, the crones, are valuable repositories of insight and information that can help us navigate through our own personal challenges. If you're a crone, then Hecate provides a powerful model of strength and wisdom to, em uh, to emulate. With her ability to see the past, present and future she's a symbol of wisdom who can be sought for guidance and assistance uh, when difficult decisions need to be made because she sees clearly Hikate also knows when it's time to remove the debris from our lives so we can make room for new opportunities Hikate is a goddess who worthy of honor and respect all right well that's pretty good for now um yeah, that gives us a pretty good general uh, 
you know, a good general summary about Hikate. It's pretty good stuff, man. Uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, I'll see what we put in there for next time. All right, talk to you guys later. going to be a ritual introduction so in this ritual introduction tonight's ritual will give you the opportunity to envision and call forth transformation this can be in the form of something you want to release or something you want to birth into your life or a decision you need to make for even a decision is the death of one possibility and the birth of another the central altar is divided into three sections or smaller altars the cauldron the crossroads and the rebirth altars all right so for the cauldron altar at the cauldron altar you are first invited to make an offering of gratitude to hikate by placing some of the raisins into the cauldron while calling upon her to assist you tonight uh, and in the future as she both holds and guides you towards personal growth and transformation the cauldron represents the stage of death and endings. You may release into the cauldron that which no longer serves you by placing into the cauldron the slip of paper upon which you have written the symbolic word or phrase that represents that which you are ready to release. Take a moment to envision and feel it being released from your energy body. Alright, so here's the crossroads altar. Uh, circling to the right, you will be at the crossroads altar. At this altar, you are invited to light a candle to Hikate and call upon her for guidance on any decisions you need to make or in formulating what you want to birth into your life. All right, so here's the rebirth altar. Circling to the right, you will be at the rebirth altar. As you envision your rebirth, you may withdraw from Hikate's womb a dream seed, blow into the, the dream into the dream seat impregnating your dream with the breath of life inspiration and motivation there is a sequence to approaching the different altars but always feel free to take a moment to sit down if you need time to reflect before moving on to the next altar okay so here's a ritual invocation so uh, you can read or paraphrase as the first person approaches each altar during the ritual Altar 1, the cauldron of transformation and rebirth. Goddess Hikate, wise woman of people, crone of the mysterious underworld, guardian of the gates, great one of magic. We stand in stillness behind all motion before your ancient cauldron of transformation and rebirth. We give unto you that which limits and weakens us, entangles us, binds us to disorder, blinds us to clarity, disorients us, that which no longer serves our divine souls. Receive our burdens into the dark depths of your bubbling cauldron. Remove our attachments, purify them from entanglements, and decompose them into their bones. Transform them and ready, and ready them for rebirth. Alright, so here's Altar 2, the crossroads. Goddess Hecate, Hecate Travia, Lady of the Three Ways, Goddess of the Roads, 
protectress of the journey, the one who lights the way. We stand before you at the crossroads of the past, present, and future of the meeting point of heaven, earth, and the underworld. In this place of your domain, we light candles in your name. We ask for guidance and clarity of vision for the best possible outcomes for the decisions that lay before us. We ask your help in shaping our dreams into the best possible forms for us at this time. May your torchlight show us the way. All right, here's Altar 3, Rebirth. Goddess Hikate, heavenly midwife to the unborn, keeper of the gate between the life and death, ancient frog goddess of regeneration, bringer of new life out of the cauldron of rebirth. We stand before the gate of rebirth and transformation where you stir your cauldron of rebirth, spinning out of threads of new life. Within the depths of your cauldron lie the fragile whispers of our dream seeds, of decisions made with the clarity of your guidance, the weavings of a new path. Smile upon our unborn dream seeds, impart shape and form into them, give them the breath of life, and send them forth be born into their, our lives. May your torch light the way for us. May your torch light the path before us, and may, your, and may you guard us on our new journey. If we have chosen wrongly, or if you have something better in store for us, send us messages loud and clear that we may reshape our goals. Here's a closing statement. All right, closing statement of ritual. This is to be read when everyone has completed the ritual. Okay. Goddess Akate, guardian of the unconscious, bringer of light from the darkness, mistress of magic, thank you for your presence and blessings tonight and always be blessed be. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so, um, I guess to end it here really quick, I'll give you a couple of correspondences here for Hikate. So, uh, element, uh, the element, earth symbols, those cauldron, crossroads, torchlight, three-headed statues or animals, uh, trinity. Colors would be black, orange, yellow, orange, red, orange. Animals, frogs, dogs, owls, bats, snakes, boars. Companions, a three-headed dog. Uh, the moon, the dark of the moon. And uh, let's see, rocks here, rocks and crystals. Moonstone, black tourmaline, black onyx, smoky quartz. Uh, plants would be uh, willow, dark yew, blackthorn, groves of trees, mugwort, myrrh, cinnamon. Foods would be raisins and currant cakes, wine, milk, and honey. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that um, that little uh, tribute there to Hecate. To some good general stuff for uh, for us to kind of uh, you know get acclimated and wrap our head around it, like I said. And so, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you guys later. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Uncanny Mystic Minds Podcast.